0: Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care and spread the word. Thank you. Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble and gentle GM Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I learned relatively recently that the U.S. is older than Germany technically like as a country. It's very bizarre. Did
1: Germany dismantle itself at some point?
0: Uh, More like it reassembled itself from the Holy Uh, Roman Empire.
1: uh,
0: Mm. Alex Finn.
1: I'm currently organizing my pretty boy cards. It's like Pokemon cards, but pretty.
0: <laughs> it's the K-pop stars?
1: Yeah, like if you buy an
2: album or like merchandise, it comes with the pretty boys and sometimes girls.
0: And Stace Babcock.
2: Oh, sorry. I was receiving coded messages from Starbuck. Fortunately, I don't speak meow. Not fluent. My accent's terrible. So I think she wants up on my desk. So here she is. Gotta get on that Duolingo. <laughs>
0: So you try to speak to her and she's just like, no, stop. Yeah, she's like, "Mm.
2: I thought uh, you're just kind of a dumb cat. Don't worry. You just follow me to the treats.
0: (laughs) Tail swishing across Mm -hmm. the camera right now.
1: My dog does that to my dad. As the corgi, he tries to herd my dad to the treats. (laughs) (laughs) Does it work? Yes. (laughs) And the other dogs have learned that too.
0: Stace, I love your cup. Thank you. That's a good cup.
2: I've got a few of them. I found them at a garage sale. 1994 plastic Power Rangers tumblers. This one that I'm using today Ooh. is the Yellow Ranger. Listen,
1: my family still has the Batman McDonald's glass cups. Those might be collector's items. Those We use them for wine.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Listeners, I've showed them my what I have determined is a CD case for the band For Stella, the beginning world tree. The cover
0: looked like just like a fantasy novel. Like, yeah, just, I just—I seriously thought you were pulling out like some Norse mythology on us, but no, it's just Pretty Boys in there. It's got the fucking tree from Lord of the Rings on the front.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have the Moon Edition.
0: Speaking of Pretty Boys, Samson, what have you got in the <laughs> dice? Oh, nice. Shut up. I got dice and I got these dice from Die Hard Dice because they make good dice. I couldn't use the code because that would have been unethical. But you listeners, you can use our code ExplorersWanted to get your own set of pretty dice for 10% off. Just go to the website and click on the prettiest dice you find. Assuming that they're not sold out, that happens a lot because Die Hard Dice makes good dice. So run, don't walk to your closest computer, order some dice and get 10% off your order when you use "Explorers Wanted." Please and thank you. And leave a little note in your order that you came from us. I mean, they'll assume that because of the discount code, but they actually read all those. Yeah. Yes. They're real people and they're very friendly. And sometimes, sometimes they give you a little something. Sometimes.
2: Like kisses. Just a little treat. Mm-hmm.
0: So, who remembers what happened last time? What do you think, Stace?
2: God damn it. Because I look at my notes <laughs> from, from last time and it says podcast 12623 and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the what heading. Does that, mean?
0: <laughs> that could be framed and put there, and you would name that piece of artwork <laughs> ambition.
2: Ambition, that's right. <laughs> there was an attempt. So last time on Explorers Wanted, Dilly and Cha Cha found the fire. Oh, first they're like, "Hey, we got to find Nyx. Like this, this foundry shit's super important." But we gotta go find our our friend. So Dilly made some sort of, and I may be mixing this up with uh, my absence, but some sort of mandible detector, which also led them to the foundry flame. And they're like, yeah, this is badass and exactly what we need. But Nix must be the other signal. So they set off to go find Nix. Meanwhile, Nix is back in quarantine again. This time mm-hmm. it's nastier. So Nix, you know, goes to her old tricks, tries to escape. Encounters way too many fungus, <laughs> fungi, and manages to open a door into some sort of like evil toad environment. Toad from Super Mario, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mix manages to evade the shrooms, get across the quarantine zone, and finds a door. But while she's doing all of that, Dilly and Cha-Cha encounter evil Garrus, who's like, I need your wiring, Dilly. And then Dilly... Not a
0: good opening line.
2: Yeah. Not a good opening line. Give me your wiring. Ooh, But then... So Dilly and Cha-Cha fight. Dilly almost dies again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When doesn't he? Yeah. Aster's around, probably also fighting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then, he helped too.
2: Yeah. And then Nyx... Not doing very well, because she's had to do a whole lot of stuff to try to get out of quarantine. Opens up the door, the second door, the one that doesn't lead to evil mushrooms. Gets into the hallway, sees claw marks in the ceiling. Burns an epic cipher, because she didn't know what was going on. And turns to find yeah. Dilly and Cha-Cha recovering from the fight, while Aster's like, Well, that's one problem solved. <laughs> and uh, that's where we end the episode.
0: Nyx, you've just come upon your friends. Dilly is in very bad shape, basically lying on the ground, yep. deeply clawed up. Aster is standing and seeing you. Well, that's one problem solved. And you can see the Nick's doll near the wall. She is doing one-handed push-ups. Oh,
1: so proud. Yay!
0: And then there is the Dilly doll running around. Well, the Dilly doll is actually by Dilly's side. Suspiciously close to Dilly's side, actually. <laughs> yeah, it that's, seems to be staring was, yeah. some fascination at the woods. <laughs> and then you notice the cha-cha doll comes tottering up towards you and goes, I love you. And you can see its mouth is now filled in with these pointed teeth.
1: Is cha-cha doll still sweating drugs? No. Okay. We can't milk the cha-cha doll.
0: I imagine it's seeped into the wood, though. We could probably toss yeah. the Chacha doll into something's mouth and it'd be fine.
1: Just suck on it, this. can <laughs> the cha doll.
0: It's a gobstopper that bites back. Why <laughs> <laughs> are kids calm down? Novocaine doll.
2: Next, we'll look down at Dilly, and she'll pull out one of her canisters of spray flesh and spray him down like a fire extinguisher. Mm. And Dilly gets six points back to his mic pool. <laughs> Oh, for he some points reason. Points
0: back to might, no longer debilitated.
1: When I heard that, I just like thought he'd become like a lump of flesh because you just sprayed him down like a fire extinguisher, so he'd just have all this like goopy flesh everywhere. <laughs> because it wasn't like, oh, let's paint it on. It's like I know, like you would put on bug spray. Yeah. So I
0: got a question. Six points of might, love it. I still have zero points in speed. Can I still? Am I able to move? Can't move until you get some speed. Okay. Somebody would have to carry you.
1: Wait, wouldn't Chacha just backpack him to use her special? Will Aster carry you? Like a baby? Like a princess? Next will carry you,
0: but. What's your backpacking thing? What are you doing?
1: We took that healing ability and tear something something. Remember?
0: Oh, yeah. She could give you a point per round that she focuses on using her regeneration. Yeah. I'm into that.
1: Chacha just goes over and, like, spoons you. Nyx also has first aid kits if that would be helpful. Well,
0: in this case it's a guarantee okay. right now, so how many rounds are you maintaining? So
1: we're going for the maximum we can do which is okay, you restore points to a target's miter speed pool in one of two ways either chosen pool of gains up to six points or it's restored to a total value of twelve. Let's just restore it to twelve then. You make the yeah. decision? Yeah,
0: I love it. Okay. Dilly, you get twelve speed points. <laughs> I've been imagining that as Dilly's all torn up, a lot of the wiring is kind of like out of his body. So while he's being healed, the wiring is kind of like folding back in where it's supposed to be. Ooh. Yeah, it's actually sliding and slithering. Like you know, it's not inert. It's it's an active thing. Yeah. Occasionally, it pokes you in the back. I guess because it's gotta mm-hmm. get gotta move. It's like as if Dilly got disemboweled except instead of his intestines pouring out it's like all this tinsel that's moving and shifting oh or no 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 it's it's because of the flappy skin i always forget about it's kind of like um like those cartoons when like something's moving inside of a tent and you just see like things poking out oh yeah 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 but yeah dilly's restored that takes some time though right we would have started moving towards the uh yeah so it's 12 times six so that means that, uh, Dilly, it takes you guys 72 seconds, so just a little over a minute.
2: Okay. Yo, yo, Chasha, can I get some of that for my intellect? I mean, for my brain? I don't know (laughs) what intellect is. (laughs) This can only
1: heal muscles and walking. Oh, no brains. Damn.
2: That's therapy.
0: (laughs) Do you have any therapy in your backpack?
2: Or drugs. Well, then, I'm fine. All right. Onward.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Where have you been, Nix?
2: Back in quarantine, Aster. But yeah, it was a little bit uh, gnarlier this time. Some mushrooms, some danger, but uh, here I am. But again, clock's ticking, guys, so let's find that fire and... uh,
0: It's a throbbing sore now in your cheekbone.
2: Yeah, this like really hurts and I'm kind of concerned because I would probably attack you guys and no offense, that would go badly, I think.
0: I believe it. Astra actually takes a slight step in between you and Dilly.
2: Yeah, Astra, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I said, so thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Sometimes he nods his head towards Dilly. His testiness wears off on me. Fuck my ass.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I I get it. I totally get it. All right. How do we find this thing?
0: Fire's this way, but very quickly. Dilly's going to just quickly glance at Garrus and see if there's any goodies on there that we can use.
2: Oh, yeah, like ciphers.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say you find two ciphers. Does anyone have any openings?
2: Oh, yes. Nyx has no ciphers. All
0: right. Roll me 1d6 plus 2. Ooh, that's a 6, so 8. Okay. You find a level 8 rejuvenator. (gasps) Ooh. Once again, it's one pool of the user's choices restored by a number of points equal to the ciphers level. So it's an 8-point rejuvenator. That pops it out, tosses it to Nyx.
2: Nyx takes it.
0: Mm -hmm. The next one is a transposer. It almost looks like a little remote control or like maybe like a, like in a presentation, those kinds of laser pointers for like slide progression and things like that. But it basically, when you use it, the user swaps position with a creature of roughly similar size that it can see within long range. Interesting. Ooh. I think Nyx could do some real wacky shit with that. Yeah. Question. What defines creature in this case? Does that have to be, like, biological or just... No, it would be anything. With a stat block? Okay. Interesting. So she could swap with an automaton. Like, we would consider that a creature as well. But she couldn't necessarily swap with an object that doesn't... Like, an inert object. What about an illusion? So your illusions are created by your control of the drit in the surrounding area, which then moves the light. So, in theory, yes it could move that illusion particle thing and switch places with it, but it will probably... I don't know if the illusion would work correctly on the other side until you course-corrected. You might Because it would be in a different place, which means the light would have to be organized differently. And that's fine, that's fine. But that's good to know that that's an option. I see what you're setting up here for a combo, and I like it, so I'm going to say sure. Yes. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited.
2: Daniel, do you think we've earned 2xp recently for playing... Good. For being good boys Yeah, being and girls. good boys and girls.
0: You might soon.
2: Soon? How soon? Yeah.
0: No, we got to get to the fire and then find the mysteriously convenient exit at the back of that room. That'll get us out. But
2: what if Nyx wants to be tier six now? Yeah. Yeah. Also, cha-cha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for intrusions.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, I could control the weather or move mountains. What the fuck is wrong with this <laughs> Traverse worlds. This is scary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, tier six nano. So what do you guys do now? You've got ciphers. You've harvested it out of the body of Garrus. Incidentally, while you're doing this, you can still see like some of the mechanical parts of him, like his metallic fingers, the things that were clawing and holding him on the ceiling. They're still like opening and closing reflexively. Mm. Another time. All right. Map says the fire is this way.
2: Next we'll take point.
0: You walk back, and you find yourself at this door where Dilly, you know from the map, is listed as Signal Lost. It's a door that appears to be sealed, and there is the etching on it that shows flames with an unfolded tesseract floating above them and an eye, the symbol of the Guardians of Night's Hope. And at that point, you all feel another one of those pulses in your guardian marks. Dilly just kind of raises his mark up towards the door and then just okay. kind of waves it around, to see if anything happens. Mm. As you get close, it pulses again, this time a different pulse than before. That first pulse felt more like a mandible incoming. This second pulse that you feel is just in your guardian mark, Dilly, and you hear locks, massive locks, shifting and moving. In the door, and then you can suddenly see some sort of orange light coming down the side, like almost as if the locks were initially blocking any light passing. But now you can see a strange, like faint orange light outlining the door. Does it move? Otherwise, no. But you definitely get the feeling it's unlocked. Dilly pushes or pulls, whichever is appropriate. Even's rods, odds stays real tight. Tell me if you get even or odd.
2: Fifteen odd.
0: Okay. Yeah, you push the door open, no problem. If you had failed, you would have tried to push, and it wouldn't have been a push door. It would have been a pull uh, door, and you would have had that moment, like, pressing Love on.
2: having yeah. that moment.
0: Instead, Dilly, you look awesome in this moment. Like, you <laughs> went up to this door and, like, instinctively, like, did this. All the locks came, and you just, like, pushed it open. Like, you were fully in control of the situation. Very much looks like uh, Aragorn coming back to Steve, but, like, short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Dilly doll comes up next to you and looks up and says, I love you. And that's when you notice the red stains around its mouth parts. Hey, my dude, you got to stop
1: eating blood.
2: Never stop, little Dilly. What? No, no. Live your truth. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, get a little taste. Oh, speaking of, was Garrus an organic person?
0: He was part organic parts. Yeah. Mostly synth at this point.
2: Can I retcon that Nyx definitely has Garrus? because she's going to eat them flesh parts. She's hungry. Mm.
0: Right. Let's put it this way. It's a good thing you swallow things whole because it would be, like, very difficult to pick out juicy bits amidst all this metal. I thought this was Nyx's equivalent of, like, licking the whisk with cookie
2: dough. Or, or like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like eating a chicken wing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: All right. She eats, eats it whole.
0: Okay. Nyx, take six bite points. Huzzah! No, no, no. No, wait, your pools refill completely. That's what happens when you eat something whole. And Nyx, give me a might defense roll of 15.
2: Okay, so two levels of might effort. Mm-hmm. Then I'll spend two more.
0: Okay, so you're to three. Twelve. Okay. You do not fall asleep, but you are hindered for the next 90 minutes because you're very drowsy now. Fair enough. You also just ate half a computer.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's... Going into an acid pool, so
0: yeah, it's a good thing you don't have to pass that later.
2: Ooh. Yeah, when is the last time Nick's had to use the bathroom? Never, right? Not since the change.
0: Unless,
2: unless you want that XP. I'm just
0: saying, unless maybe at some point that's the price for being the ma and. <laughs> it <laughs> the
1: ends. shit unceasing. The shit unceasing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah,
0: that's really the imp's version of the apocalyptic vision. <laughs> <laughs> When the ma ending, unending can no longer eat because now it must excrete. <laughs> Their equivalent of saying is like a giant asshole.
2: <laughs> Nick <laughs> just finds her favorite bathroom creature. You know the one in Charmand.
0: Oh, Savior! She just chokes it to death.
2: Oh God! No, <laughs> or sends you...
0: it into ecstasy.
2: Yeah. She's a
0: messiah of two different religions. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the store is open, and you can see that there is a pretty long corridor here. And it is coated in undisturbed dust and flecks of ash, and you can hear the sound of a fire crackling down the hallway, and you in fact can see more of this orange light coming from down the hallway. You can't see the fire itself yet, but you can see at the end of the hallway where there's an opening where that light is coming from. Hey, Cha-Cha. Yeah? Are you sensing any uh, horrific vibes any buddy cop energy is?
1: Oh, I just thought you meant existential dread, but oh, buddy cop. I guess I should actually think about it. Chacha like opens her mind for buddy cop, not not communication, <laughs> sensing. Okay, <laughs> it's like a, a genie's wish. You have to fucking word this carefully.
0: So you're just looking beyond right now? Yes. There are some entities that you can see here. They seem to be kind of keeping their distance. And while they can see you and you can see them, these are also much more alien and strange than any of the horrors that you're used to. You're looking at them, and even though there's such a myriad of forms for the horrors when you're in the ninth world, these particular shapes are so unfamiliar to you and honestly so alien, like it almost... It's uncomfortable to look at, even for Cha-Cha. Not in the, oh, they're scary, but oh, and I'm not sure I can process what I'm seeing.
1: Oh. Kind
0: of way. There's no dread or anything like that. It's just that it's utterly, utterly alien.
1: Hmm. Nobody cop, but there's like something wrong on a spiritual level here. I think I'll go with that word.
0: Does it directly affect us? Maybe. All right. We tread carefully. Can I get your marching order?
2: Nix is first. Nix will like tap Dilly on the shoulder as he starts to to walk ahead. Just like "Eh, excuse me, Uh,
0: Dilly. I'm gonna. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. After you, please.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Astra positions himself next to Nix. Next to Nix.
1: Hmm. We're not sandwiching.
0: I think Cha Cha, you may have the best insight into the way Astra thinks. I think you think that Astra is deliberately keeping himself close to Nix in case Nix goes bad. Mm. Oh. He's not being, like, intimidating or dickish about it. It's it's very matter-of-fact. Like,
2: like just I in have case. to be
0: ready to rip this humanoid's head off if something goes wrong.
2: Protect his father. Yeah. Nix will give him a an understanding nod. An appreciative nod. hmm
0: Dilly will be in the back and he's gonna have his little spider bot kind of climb up on his back and then, like, aim the pew-pew gun backwards and just... Mm-hmm. Keep an eye Yeah. Out. It's a little odd, too, because, like, as it's crawling up you, like, it's multi tool arms. So, like, it's like these tools that are sort of lightly gripping the side of your body as it scampers up there. Yeah. Its metal mind kind of moves into positions so that it can aim appropriately. So, it's sort of next to your right ear, at least the majority of its body. And you hear it make almost a little mechanical purring sound. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly thinks something is broken for, like, a couple seconds, but they just. Lightly You realize it's just a happiness response. (laughs) This metal mind has is trying to express itself. So Chacha's at the back, then, or is Dilly at the back? I
1: thought Dilly was.
0: Dilly's at the back because he has bot looking behind us. Right, right, right. Okay. So you guys approach. Nix. As you come into this room, you're the first one who sees this. You, the sound of fire gets louder, and you do come in, and there is this massive chamber in here. It looks like an assembly factory. It's not like a fabrication room. It's like a factory floor. But instead of anything else on the factory floor, there's just a gigantic, almost bonfire blazing. It is blazing orange and red. There's occasionally like flickers of blue down near its base. And then every once in a while, a swirl and almost like thick tendril of black spins around and above this fire you see an unfolded tesseract shiny red in color slowly turning and as it turns you see a figure up at the tesseract their back pressed against one of the wings of the tesseract almost like that rectangle might almost impale them their arms are pulled backwards, like almost behind them, like there's some sort of gravitational force holding them against this object. And you can see their arms are filled with tiny pieces of Numenera, similar like those little discs that you saw and retrieved from Heriton And half of this person's face is just ravaged, torn, loose skin along their left cheek. And you feel that warning pulse... In your guardian marks again, and you see this mandible push its way out of this woman's face, out from the cheekbone. You hear like cracking bone and then reforming as this mandible comes out and she grunts and pulls up one of her arms and you can see trying to break the gravitational pull, like you can see her pinky break and she grabs the mandible and tears it off of her own face. Holy shit. And throws it into the fire.
1: Damn.
0: And then she sort of like drops her head and her hand goes flying back into the position it was in and her head lowers like she's almost passed out from pain and the tesseract keeps spinning.
2: Hey, uh, hey person, can can you hear me?
0: There's initially no response, but you can see her stirring up there.
2: My name's Nix. this is Astor, Dilly, Cha-Cha, and our corresponding dolls, and we're guardians, and, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're here to figure out this whole mandible fire sitch.
0: So now she finally wakes up. Who are you? How did you get here? Because she was passed out, like, so she didn't hear anything you just said.
2: Oh, hey, yeah, uh, hi, my name is, uh, Nyx, uh, my companions are Dilly, Cha-Cha, and Aster, and our dolls. We're guardians, and we've entered the foundry for two reasons, but, like, the main reason is, uh... Yeah, we gotta figure this fire mandible shit out, you know? We gotta, like, put a stop to it.
0: (sighs) It's infected.
2: Yeah, how do we, uh, uninfect it, do you know?
0: I'm the only thing holding it back right now.
2: Oh, shit.
0: I've lost my anger points in the Ninth World. They're all turned.
2: Have you, like, been here this whole time?
0: I was the first. I was... The first to see how we could use this place to make the fire to guard humanoid kind
2: yep so uh this whole situation has a lot to do with extra dimensional creatures and like numenera so i'm just gonna take a step back and let my colleagues go ahead and discuss this with you but we're here to like purify the fire that's our goal
0: she uh, said, yeah, yeah, what she said, you said you needed anchor points, like the other uh, proctors? Were those your anchor points? Not the proctors, the auditors. Aud- what yeah, what did I say? Auditors. You said proctors. Yeah, that's what I meant, that's what I meant. It's important to be precise in communication. Obviously, yeah.
2: Yep, definitely an auditor.
0: Okay, um, some more anchors help you keep it at bay, but the you don't know of any way to, like, actually purify it? I was caught by surprise. I couldn't move fast enough to stop it. The fire needs to be purified. and It needs to be fed. And I need an anchor.
2: Nyx dumps out her auditor disks.
0: She looks at them. You see for a brief moment, the auditor disks that you dumped out light up. And she says, That one was called Harriton.
2: Yeah. Yes. Cool dude, like, we had our moments, but, uh, unfortunately, he didn't make it.
0: No. And you see tears coming down her face. None of them did.
2: <sighs> okay,
0: um... <clears throat> so, purify, feed, and anchor, are those three separate things, or are they all, like, follow one after the other? First, we need to purify the fire. We need to figure out... <sighs> we could either attempt to reduce the fire... And restart it or we could try to make it burn hotter in the hopes that that burns out the infection that'll really depend on the order you do things I can't make more anchors with the fire infected mm-hmm. what would we feed the fire with for all of its strangeness for all of its eternalness a fire is fire you feed it whatever else you feed fire which is anything that will burn
1: <laughs> Dilly wordlessly turns to Chacha. Um, do, do I just touch the fire? Do I throw Dilly in the fire? Well, hold not, not Let's not do that one. cha! if anyone can make this thing burn
2: hot
0: and beat fire, I think it's going to be you.
2: So guys, yeah, Nick starts just dumping out her backpack. All right, I got rations. Why do I still have those? I got this, some spikes. I got this hammer. I got these warm clothes and three torches and some sturdy boots. I'm not burning the rope. Not unless we absolutely have to. <laughs> I, have I also have this journal.
0: Burn the journal and then delete all of Nyx's journals off Patreon. Nyx, you see a doll Nyx come over and like is parkouring around the room and then she hops in front of you and goes, I love you. And then starts parkouring again.
2: I love yeah. you too, little Nix. Yeah, get it. You gotta you gotta get strong.
0: How attached to these dolls are we?
2: Dilly, no. <laughs>
0: what it, we're saving humanoid kind
2: here they're practically people i know they're humanoid look at them eh, eh.
0: i i i feel like you're sticking to the letter of the law there more than the spirit
2: you guys have anything in your backpacks that could be burned
0: really just the backpack itself We've got a couple books but those are more important not burnt
2: they're more important than humanoid kind billy books over puppets, is that what you're saying here? Because that's, that's like, what I'm getting. Not to go too hard, but that's what I'm getting.
0: I doubt the books are gonna be enough, okay?
2: So, we put it out and restart it, then. We've got enough shit here to restart the fire. And, cha-cha, cha-cha, you do fire. Fire's like your thing. Yeah. One of them. One of many. You're complex. Yes. I am. multi-purpose.
0: How do you want to do this?
2: Can we, like, turn it on
1: and off again? Unplug it?
0: The guardian above you says, if the fire goes out completely, I don't know that I could restart it again. I'm too weak and I'm too old. The thing is, she looks like she's middle-aged. She doesn't look old. The only thing keeping me like this is the fire. If the fire goes out, well, I don't know how long it's been. For all I know, I'll just crumble into dust and ash.
2: What's your name?
0: i so long. I think... I think I was called Muir. Muir? M-U-R? M-U-I-R. Like, Mirror Island and Marvel Snap.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry. God damn it. Still obsessed.
2: Maybe you guys, like, want to try to under-understand this Numenera a little bit, or, uh... Chacha, Cha-cha, where'd you get the wood for the puppets? Oh, no, that was just a
1: thing. Like, I pushed a button and it happened. I, d- I did not carve at all.
2: Yeah, but there was wood in that button. Was there? I just... There's wood in the puppets. The machine did it all.
0: I might be able to pull some of that wood, though, if I... Know where I'm going. You hear a metal clink, and you realize that Astra has taken a step towards the fire. Astra, what are you doing? This is what you need to free your people and protect Nyx, is it not? Um we need it dealt with. What are you what, what are you going to do? What are you going what do you think you're going to do? You notice that shadowy black flame is flickering across his arms. I could try I could. to make it burn brighter. Or at least hotter.
2: If you're talking about self-sacrifice, Astor, like, we ain't there yet, all right? Plus, if anyone's gonna self-sacrifice and immolate themselves in a fire, it's gonna be me, because I'm gonna be a mandible monster, like, in the next day or so, probably.
0: Or maybe Chacha, But you're already infected.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that's a great point. Can we just try, like, the wood thing first, or, like, burning all this shit that we got? What happens if you burn Io? Like how hot is this fire already?
0: That's a good point. Hold on.
2: It is. Hell yeah. All right.
0: Dilly is gonna pull out his IO and figure out which one seems like it would help a fire be more fire. Ooh. I have a quantum, two void stones, a blood crystal, and an extra dimensional power conductor. Okay, and some other stuff, but they don't they don't sound flammable. So, in particular. The quantum, you know, is an unstable IO. Like it is something that is very dangerous. The void stones—they're not unstable, but the combination of them and the quantum in the fire would probably be enough to make them unstable. Like it would go crack them, and then they would go. Mm-hmm. You would, however, not want to be anywhere close when the void stones go. Right. 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 Okay. The quantum itself is dangerous, but that's that's more like, you know, your standard explosion. You're not 100% sure what will happen when the void stones go. It'll be big, it'll be an explosion, but it might have unintended consequences as well. Right. And then as I'm kind of like I put those aside, and then what if I try to include the extra-dimensional power conductor into this? What sounds like is going to be a makeshift bomb. Mm-hmm. How would that affect things, the fire, but also Buddy Cop's connection? So you know the fire would burn brighter and what Muir has suggested is that one potential way to try to resolve this is to try to burn out the infection. Basically, hopefully allowing her to reassert control over the fire. Adding the conductor... Means that you could probably have them explode in a more controlled way. You could use that in conjunction with other materials to potentially make a plan for something okay. that would allow you to have a little bit better control and shaping over the explosion. Okay. And yeah, with uh, Nix's idea, Dilly's going to pull out <laughs> a bunch of his IO, and say, All right, people, watch the door. Spiderbot, Esther, I need your hand. And then Dilly is going to, I guess, make a pipe bomb. Oh. Okay. Do you want to try to make a plan first, or you just want to make a... Uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: probably a plan first, using one Quantium, okay. I guess two Void Stones, and one Extra Dimensional Power Conductor. Okay. So this starts off at a 24, because I assume you're trying to make a plan that will keep you guys relatively safe, whatever it is? Yes. Okay, yeah. So it's a 24, because you know that there's a massive amount of energy that you have to essentially shape this charge. Mm-hmm. So for your plans, your tools won't help, but you have assets from Astra. Astra can help you with the plan. Your SpiderBot can help you with the plan. It can help you with the assembly, mm-hmm. but Astra could collaborate with you on the plan, and that would give you an asset, which brings it down to a twenty-one. And then you've got training, no specialization, right? Uh, training in crafting, just training. Okay, so that makes it an eighteen. Two automatic free levels of effort. Oh, and then with uh, Expert Crafter 12 and under, it's a free roll. Okay. So you have made this plan. It takes you about 30 minutes to sketch it out. Because obviously, with an explosion, you're going to be very careful because you know any mistake could be deadly. Mm-hmm. And so you ha- now have this plan. You think because you have this plan, the actual construction of it is not going to be nearly as bad. It's going to be a 15 start, which I think with your stuff, turns it into a free. Oh, button. yeah. Yeah. So it takes you about an hour because, again, a mistake here will cost lives. Right. We occasionally have to, like, push the Dilly doll away because... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Dilly dolls is kind of coming up and looking at the bloodstains on your clothes and just staring. <laughs> Cha-Cha, can you take him, please?
1: I guess. Cha-Cha Ch- takes him.
0: Thank you. So you pick up doll Dilly and he looks at you and goes, I love you, with his bloodstained mouth.
1: Y- you got a little something right there, buddy
0: just opens his mouth wide they can't they don't really have lips or anything like that but you think he's like trying to approximate a big smile
1: yeah that works too
0: like the meme of the dog that looks like it just told a joke <laughs> yeah you have this bomb Dilly this is what you know about your bomb the construction of it has essentially created a shell that shell will eventually crack but you've reinforced it so that it cracks in a specific side first mm-hmm. so you can direct the explosion in any particular direction you want. The other thing is that the sides around it also have shielding so that while this will eventually like completely burst, it'll take about a minute in the fire before that happens, and then the majority of the blast will be focused. So you think as long as you guys had some sort of cover from any direct blast, there will be a shockwave that you guys will have to plan for, or you could be out of the room if you want. Just keep in mind the shockwave will probably go down the corridor too. Okay, But it's not going to be the kind of thing that will, like, turn you guys into paste or anything like that. There's just a risk you could get knocked around. And as long as you aren't getting the direct part of the blast, you should avoid complications from the void stumps. Mm-hmm. That would have been roughly figured out by the time we had the plan, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, just to be uh, efficient on time, Dilly will inform Nixon Cha of that.
2: Yep, Nick packs up all of her stuff and makes a plan for, for puppet transportation.
0: <laughs> what is your guys' plan for when you do the blast? Are you going to try to be out of the room? Are you going to try to be behind something? Yeah. Are you going to build some barriers to protect yourself?
1: I assume we'd be out of the room, maybe behind something. We have experienced explosions before, right? I'm not just crazy, right?
0: Yeah, you guys have caused your share of explosions. Yeah.
2: Dilly, do you think there's any value in observing
0: I don't know. I, I guess maybe if something goes wrong, we can be here quicker. Like if something happens to mirror or something.
2: Yeah. Well, about that. Is mirror reachable?
0: It would be difficult. It's not like you could reach up with your hand. Think about it this way. This fire is probably about somewhere between 8 to 10 feet high, depending on which part of it is, you know, how the flames are looking up at that moment. And the bottom of the tesseract is in the tips of the fire, and she's above it. So she's probably... Even the lowest of her feet, which is getting pretty close to the fire, is probably 15 feet up. And in the center of this bonfire, and bonfire probably has a diameter of 10 feet. Is there any other objects in the room? Violin cabinets? Pot of plants? There's no cabinets per se, but there are a few work tables. And not like the fancy fabricator work tables. Like, they're just literally pieces of furniture.
2: Oh. Nyx will start to stack those tables by the edge of fire.
0: She's like... What, what? are you doing?
2: Wait, we have these tables that we can burn. Just. Kidding. We have a bomb, also. Nix is going to try to give Mira some strength by either spraying her with spray flesh or using the rejuvenator on her,
0: Ooh. or both. Okay, I think you could probably attempt to toss the rejuvenator.
2: To oh, and her. she could catch it. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: Especially if you're on a couple tables. Yep. I think that would make it a speed roll of, since you're on a couple tables, so you're height level with her, so you don't necessarily have to worry about it accidentally going yeah. through the fire. I would say it's a 12.
2: Hey, two levels of speed effort.
0: hmm It's a six.
2: 10? Okay.
0: You toss the rejuvenator to her, and she catches it. It's hard. Once again, she moves one of her hands. Even from here, even over the sound of the fire, you can hear bones creaking as she tries to fight the gravitational force of this tesseract and catch it. But it comes back and then she forces her hand up and injects herself.
2: And Nix will spray her down with her spray flush for good measure.
0: You probably have to toss the spray flush to her again. You're too far away to spray because she's in the center of this. Like, okay. So she's still like five feet away and you're still below
2: Nix also tosses up then the spray flush.
0: Okay. So she sprays herself there. You know, you can see the... Numenera in her arms light up briefly and then go back to their default. Okay, so is the plan is to set the bomb and then head back to, like, the entrance and then just let it explode past us?
2: Uh, yeah, but let's take these uh, tables out there as a barricade first. Ooh, we're learning. Next takes them out there.
0: You guys, move the tables out there. So you're trying to arrange them like an effective barricade? Mm-hmm. Are you going to leave the hallway door open or are you going to shut it behind you?
2: I mean, you want to shut it,
0: I would say. Do we want to shut it, or do we want to keep it open so that the doors don't break?
2: Ooh. What kind of doors are these
1: again?
0: They're synth doors. This one had, like, massive amounts of locks in its side that opened to a guardian mark. I guess
2: that would also oh, okay. reduce the shockwave inside the, the room, right? Yeah. Yeah. For mirror, but that I think that's a dilly consideration.
0: I think we should keep the doors open just so we can get back in there quickly. And then also it's like we're firing a giant gun mm-hmm. in a physics sense, which is fun for me. So question. So you're going to try to assemble these barricades. Who wants to lead that process? I assume this is happening while Dilly's building a bomb. Because so, that you said that t- that takes an hour or so. Okay, so is Nyx or Cha-Cha leading this project? So is Cha-Cha leading?
1: I guess I can.
0: So Nix is going to provide an asset because she's essentially doing what you tell her to do as you're building this. So give me an intellectual cha cha of twelve. You'll get an asset because Nyx is helping you.
1: Or well, let's trade then.
0: I will also you are what's your pyromaniac?
1: <laughs> it is trained.
0: Okay, so you get another asset. So now you're at a six.
1: Sixteen.
0: You guys feel like you've got a pretty good barricade set up
1: when you say that. Like, you feel.
0: <laughs>
1: do I? Now I feel very unsecure. I feel nothing.
0: Okay, so, question for Dilly. How are you orienting the bomb? You said it explodes downward, so... No, it can't explode downward. It's like a cube. There's one side that it explodes out from, primarily. So where do you want to point it? Oh, I see. I think... Uh i don't know what the best way to do it is i my thought process is that it, it might be better to point it so that it explodes kind of perpendicular to the entrance of like the entrance corridor so that way like it's like relatively contained within the room if that makes sense mm-hmm. i mean I, I hear what you're saying it's to you do you think that that's the right way to do it or not it could be i fuck if i know man uh but that's what makes sense to me so that's what dilly's gonna do okay So it's perpendicular to the corridor that leads out yes so it's basically like exploding to the left or right if you were to enter into the fire okay and effectively perpendicular from your yes okay cool okay how are you going to get it to the center of the fire uh very quickly nix how uh how fast are you feeling these days
2: oh yeah faster than ever honestly yeah Yeah.
0: all right just saying somebody else has flame armor wait who has flame armor somebody who became in some ways closer to the Void. Someone who reached out and touched the Void and instead of changing it was changed themselves.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. I think that's Nyx. Oh, Alex! I think that's next. <laughs> Nyx did that.
0: So Cha-Cha, since she's got the Void in her, like it essentially gives her plus three armor against fire. What's Just this? saying.
1: <laughs> cha yeah. Uh, you, you like fire, don't you? I mean, we have a mutual understanding relationship. Do you think it would be
0: cool if you placed the bomb?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I could help you get there and hopefully get you out.
1: I mean, I'm I'm just envisioning doing like a sick kickflip out, honestly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might be hard to do when you're at least briefly on fire.
1: Hey, I, I guess... Maybe, yeah. Okay, let's do it, Aster. Let's let's do it.
0: All right. It's gonna hurt, just so you know.
1: It always does.
0: Okay. Aster kind of lifts you up, and his body sort of lights up with shadowy flame all around him, except for where he's holding you. He's keeping that roughly protected as he picks you up. He's like, I have longer legs than you do. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is scientifically proven. (laughs)
0: Ready? On three, two, and he immediately walks into the fire with you. It sucks. It hurts, and you get to the center. You can drop the item because of the way this is done. But as Astor is trying to get you guys both back out first from cha-cha, I need you to give me a might defense roll of twenty-seven. Ooh,
1: but like, where does the plus three defense come in
0: when damage is calculated?
1: Buck me. Okay, I'm going to use a math right
0: now. I will tell you, there's no way to avoid all damage. It's a matter of how much damage you're going to avoid.
1: I know. And I'm just like, is it worth... So if I get... The problem is, I'm like trying to calculate how much effort I should put into lowering this to a possible thing, but I'm just like, but I want to keep something
2: in my might pool so, like, Cha-Cha isn't just, like, debilitated by damn. Yes, has uh, spray flesh canister in each hand. Just waiting. in.
0: <laughs> and also, I would say that since you aren't having to move on your own through here, since Aster's moving you, I would give you an asset on this because he could potentially get you through the flame faster than if you were trying to do it on your own, even if you were doing flips and stuff.
1: Well, yeah, and I'm not, like, doing some... Like a normal person, since someone's carrying me, I'm not falling over screaming in pain from being in on fire. Yeah. So it's an efficient carry. Mm hmm. So that brings it down to 24 with Aster's help, right? Mm hmm. Then, boost three levels of effort. 15 is it now?
0: Yeah, it's 15. Ix and Dilly, by the way, are over by the barricades. We're waiting for them to come to us. Dolls are with us I as know. well. No.
1: Oh, I hate doing these important rolls because I'm just like, ah.
2: Can anybody read that number? 18.
1: Okay.
0: This hurts.
2: Yeah, it does.
0: You're going to take 12 points of damage, reduced by three because of your armor. Yeah, dude, you're in an eldritch fire.
1: But Anyway, Chacha has nothing left in her might pool.
0: <laughs> oh, no. What a terrible thing.
1: Chacha's probably, like, passed out like, ugh.
0: <laughs> I'm going to ask you all... To help me with rolling for Aster. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can't apply effort to this because it's Aster, not you guys. I need each of you to roll a die, and the target is 15, but your average ends up needing to be above a 15. Oh.
1: I just got a nap 20.
0: Okay, so that's good. So that's a nap 20, but it's Aster's nat 20, not
2: I yours. I know. So... Fifteen. Well, I got a 13.
0: Aster steps out, and he is, even with his, like, flaming shield, like, he is pretty badly scorched, but he is not. He also has sort of a natural armor as well because he's metal. So while he is hurt, he is not, like, totally screwed. Like, both Aster and Cha-Cha have come out of this as unscathed as is possible but it's still quite a bit of damage. Well,
2: Nyx does the double spray of spray flesh on Cha-Cha, and then...
0: Okay, so I assume Cha-Cha and Astra continued down to the barricades.
2: Yeah,
1: I'd hope. That'd be awkward if we didn't. We just, like, <laughs> pass out in the room with the explosion.
0: So you did the two spray flesh, so what does that give Cha-Cha back?
2: Twelve. Might. Oh, good.
0: Okay. One of the longest minutes that you guys have had to wait through passes as it's going... Not the longest minute of Dilly's life. Dilly has had many more very long, like, minutes of his life just through the various procedures he's had done to him. Dilly almost forgets that there's a bomb and just kind of zones out for a little bit. <laughs> reminds
2: everyone to plug their ears.
0: Astro's behind the barricade as well, and you can see him takes his arm, his arm opens up, and you see that he'd actually, like, had tools in the design, and he starts doing... Repairs on himself with very sure hands.
2: Nice!
0: While he's doing that, you hear this massive explosion. And both the barricades and you guys are pushed back against this corridor wall. It's very warm in here, which, you know, doesn't feel great, but it doesn't harm anybody. And you're pushed back, and you can see just over the edge of the corridor for a moment where the explosion flashes green like void energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which thankfully, because of the barricades and the way the bomb was designed, keeps you guys from either being crispified or horribly mutated beyond existence. And it's odd. The explosion is so concussive, like there's almost like ringing in your ears afterwards. But you can't escape the feeling that, even though it makes no sense that you should have been able to hear it over the sound explosion, you could swear that you had heard a woman's scream in the midst of the explosion. Your guardian marks all, like, burst into flame on your arms, not hurting you, not consuming flesh, but you definitely have to, like, move clothing away from those spots very quickly. Got fuck the shit? There's, like, a tiny pillar of, like, red-green flame coming out of your arms for a moment.
2: What about Nyx's mandible?
0: Interesting you say that. The throbbing sensation fades into a dull ache and when you reach your hand up to your face you can still feel a small lump under there but it's not like it was before it's not like it was moving it's almost like there's inert matter there like something has died underneath your skin
2: Cool. so now Nyx will race into the room nice
0: you race in the room. The fire no longer has black circling through it. This room must have gotten so hot. Like, you can even see some of the synth along the walls is dripping. Some of, like, the first layer melted off. And up above, Muir is there. She's alive. She's panting. But everything from below her ribcage is warm. <gasps> Just Atomized. There's just hanging flesh. You can even see like a rope of intestines hanging down over the fire. But she is panting and her Numenera pieces in her arm are glowing brightly. I think, I think that, I think that did it. I think so. Can't feel my legs, but I think we did it.
2: Yeah. Your, uh, your, your legs are gone. Um, what? Yeah. Chin up. Don't look down. Jin Jin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: what she like starts turning her head down do you want to try to convince her not to look down I mean yes. that's gonna be a very difficult persuasion
2: Chacha wants to help with that oh, maybe we can like make you some new legs
1: dilly right I uh like you shouldn't have eaten those like robot parts
0: I I, we, I I could I don't know how to install them though since she's up there are you trying to convince her not to look or not? Because this is gonna—this is human instinct that you are trying to convince against.
2: Oh, I mean, she's gonna look.
0: <laughs> okay, so if you're not trying to convince her not to look any farther than that, she does look down, and that's when she begins screaming.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe give her another can of spray flesh.
1: This spray flesh fix this. we Will stop the
0: bleeding.
2: Next, tosses up another spray flesh. There's
1: no bleeding.
0: Oh, there's no bleeding. It's all cauterized.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, never mind. Yeah,
2: it's
1: if it's atomized, it was definitely cauterized as it went. So, we're not worried ooh. about them bleeding out. So, ooh.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's not so much that she's at risk of dying right oh. now. It's that this is the way she is now.
2: All right. Um, so yeah, wrap your head around that and then uh is it like anchor time?
0: So, she keeps screaming and sobbing for like 10 minutes. Before she kind of calms herself down enough and says, Yes, I need anchors. This fire... Without the anchors, the fire can't... I can't reestablish connection with the corrupted marks. I need a node in the ninth world.
2: Next gets the auditor discs back out.
0: I need an auditor.
2: All right, so we're all staring at each other. Um... I think probably not Cha-Cha. Sorry, Cha-Cha. You've still got that whole connection sitch. Yep. No. Yeah. Kind of leaves me or you, Dilly. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a good idea.
0: Hey, how do, do you want to be kind of beholden to another
2: organization so soon after you left your ex? I mean, would I be beholden?
0: It's true. The, the auditors are what enforce our doctrine. They have the deepest connection to the fire. The fire affirms what they can do and what how they see the world it's its a direct line with me it's collaborative it's not controlling but whoever is an auditor in some ways becomes a part of the collective soul of the guardians and they can kind of influence the guardians organization right collaborative right yes it's collaborative amongst the auditors as well as far as these are the rules we do not stray the proctors manage the day to day cool guys don't mind i'd like to volunteer to be an auditor so we can make some changes to this fucking organization
2: oh yeah dillian honestly you're like great with the paperwork and all that stuff really feel like you'd be a natural yeah
0: Yeah, that's the first thing that's gonna change no more fucking paperwork
2: but what about the paper trail to
1: prove that you're not embezzling money from the company
0: yeah i think there needs to be some paperwork there needs to be an accountability trail yeah we are intended to be auditors yeah
1: you have to... Unless you
0: want to base it completely off of character-based associations, but there's a lot of room for corruption in Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of room for corruption in paperwork. Just forge a signature and you're done. But that's why we take your blood. You haven't forged any signatures, have you?
2: <gasps> Can you forge your own signature? Or...
0: I don't think so.
2: Then no. Well, you could disguise
1: your signature so that you could claim it's invalid.
2: But yeah, Dilly, no, I think you're, like, a good fit for this... You've also got the stone burner sitch, but, like, if you're down. Why
0: not? Play all sides.
2: All right. Well, I assume this is a surgery sitch, so I'm just going to step away.
0: Probably still have some open wounds anyway. You could, yeah. Astra steps up to dilly and says, are you sure you want to do this? Huh? It's very different when collaborative or no, when your programming holds you to a code. Are you sure? Yeah.
2: You know, we never have really seen, like, this entire code, though, right? Like, Mira, could you give us just, like, like an overview?
0: If you weren't enlightened by your cell leader, there's only so much we could tell. We designed the Guardians to be protected from infiltration as much as possible. I don't know what terrible mistake allowed this infection to happen. But anyone who becomes an auditor will have a say in that.
2: I just meant, can we get, like, the rules?
0: Lad well, was supposed to tell us, is what she's saying.
2: Yeah, but he sucked, right? Like, why I mean, it got cooler.
0: <laughs> she closes her eyes for a moment, and she flutters her eyelids and says, "Lad, I remember that one. I remember when his light went out. Oh, my God, just do the surgery before this gets more awkward. Please, please. Save, save me. <laughs> okay. You have to swallow the devices. Oh. That's it? Well, that's how it starts. Sorry, better than I expected. Then they'll find their way to where they need to be, and for a moment you'll step into the flame with me so that I can embrace you. Okay, as long as there's no paperwork. Uh, Does it matter which order I eat these in, or is it just the one? No, any, any order, they're fine. They still got, like, bits of blood on them and things like that. I, okay. Next guy, I have some of your rations to chase these with.
2: Oh, yeah. Here you go.
0: And Dilly starts swallowing components, I guess. Mm-hmm. Dilly doll comes over and keeps, like, miming, eating, and, like, occasionally reaches for one as if to try to put it in its mouth. Stop. I love you. Stop it. So, Dilly, you force these down. <laughs> happily. Dilly is happily eating these because it means that... No one's cutting into his body. It's delightful. Mm -hmm. And you finally get them all down. And you sit there and you're like, okay, that's done. And she's like, now you'll feel a little pinch. Ah. And her arms light up those auditor devices. And Dilly, you feel like there are 15 toothy worms chewing their way through your abdomen. He was and I your body. Oh god! Street meat—it's all over again. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's it—they're—they're they're chewing through you. It's incredible pain. You will take eight might damage.
1: Ow! Just a little.
0: You guys will see, like blood starting to pour out of Dilly's arms as these devices slide into place and push themselves into visibility on his arms. And then they light up. And then when they light up, you see every line of wiring in Dilly's body light up. Ooh, like a glow stick? Just lines of blue guardian light all across him. Hot, 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 A Diliprim God? Please come forward. Oh. The fire will not burn you now. Dilly slowly shambles to the fire, trying to look dignified, but kind of looking like he's just trying not to shit his pants. Yeah, so as you do that, you guys see Dilly erupts in blue light all around him. Like It's almost hard to look at. He's so bright in the fire. (laughs) And Dilly, as you go into this fire, you feel this gravitational force pulling you upward, and you come up face-to-face with Muir at the Tesseract. And she moves her arms out towards you to embrace you, but she's straining because of the gravity. Oh, Dilly will reach out and kind of grab her forearms and pull them around. So she embraces you and lightly rests her forehead against yours. We are the fire now. Oh. Do not fail in your duties. Everything, everyone connected to the fire in the Ninth World, you're all that's left to help them now. And she brings her head back up She gives you a slight gentle push and you almost float out beyond the edge of the fire before coming to a rest on the ground. And then she lowers her hands. She's tired and so her hands snap back and you can hear bones break and then fleshy sounds of them knitting. and she says, go, get back go back to the ninth world Um, actually, it's the twelfth world. Dilly, mime's pushing up glasses and she smiles (laughs) More than that young one many more than that. Fuck. All right. Well, you've heard the lady fucking. Yeah. And as you guys are walking, Dilly, you notice that like you can feel cha-cha and Nix with you, like not just seeing them, not just perceiving them. Like you have a sense of their presence of like a, some sort of connection to them. Like even when you're not looking at them, you seem to know exactly where they are around you and you know exactly where Muir is. You always have this sense of like which direction she is, which direction the fire is. And the difference, though, is that you can also feel her on a personal level. It's not like a voice in your head or anything like that. It's not anything like with Aster. It's almost like, if I wanted to reach out, we could communicate. Not in words, but we can commune. And you realize this might be a part of how the auditors reach consensus. And you realize that that auditor that you found dead at Fortress Nightall, When the auditors are conducting an audit, every auditor can listen in and confer. They're always a collective in those proceedings. They're a council. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Dilly can feel could communicate with Mir. Can he kind of do that with uh, Nix and Chacha? Or is it just like that's where they are? That's it. Yeah, their connection to the fire is much more indirect. Like it flows through you. So it's more like you're a node. Like it's more like you, you can sense them where they are, but it feels like as far as that kind of thing, like you feel like you could probably tell if Nix or Chacha decided to lie to you, you feel like you could on an in- instinctive level, know whether there is falsehood there because they're connected. Mm. But otherwise that connection is you're essentially like a router, mm-hmm. you know, you're routing their connections you're helping connect the fire you don't have like a direct thing that you could reach out to them or hear their thoughts or anything like that okay cool dilly's just quiet i think for the most part as he's kind of recalibrating to this new perception so uh what next oh we gotta find a fucking exit key god damn it
2: yeah and did we uh did we build those cores
0: (laughs) no yeah the cores we got it's we need to actually leave though
2: yeah teleportation
0: I mean, Cha-Cha? We're not going to get teleported into the void?
2: Maybe. You
1: never know. I mean, it could be fun. Don't worry about it. I
0: think the void is contained. It's a power source for the Foundry. Okay.
2: Maybe go right to the builders, because, like, we've been there.
0: What do you mean, right to the builders? So, you couldn't go back to the Ninth World teleporting. Astra has suggested, while Dix was gone, so Nix wouldn't necessarily know Mm -hmm. this, that couldn't Cha-Cha just teleport you guys back to the door that you entered the Foundry dimension in, not not inside the foundry, but the one where all the other yeah. people were trying to get in.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: But just once you do that, you probably can't get back in again.
2: I guess the only other question is, do we need more of those discs so you can make more auditors? I mean... Or how are those made?
0: Ooh, good question. Once again, it's not a voice. It's anything like that. You just hear almost this smirk, slightly amused sense from Muir who can definitely hear everything that's happening around mm-hmm. you. And it's just sort of a, you'll find out. Mirrors being coy. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you don't think the Foundry is surrounded by Void, we're not in some like, dimension within another dimension thing, then let's give it a shot. Let's teleport out. You're up for it, Cha-Cha. I mean, I, I suppose there's only one way to find out.
1: What's the worst that could happen?
0: So Cha-Cha, obviously you're transporting yourself. You're transporting Dilly, Nyx. I assume Aster, so that's up to four. What about the dolls?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have to. I'd be a bad parent.
0: Oh, actually, can you do eight? Because I think it's every level of effort gets you another person. You might only be able to transport five.
2: I mean, are the puppets people? Could they just go in our backpacks?
0: They're separate entities, yeah. Well, actually, I'm not going to be quiet. You guys all get four XP for purifying the fire.
1: <gasps> yeah! Um, one second. I have to do some kalkama Malaysians.
0: That gives you up to six, Cha-Cha. So you would have to leave two dolls behind if you're teleporting out of the country. <laughs> Pick your favorite child.
2: <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> but could Cha-Cha not teleport back in? Could it be like a two-trip situation? Yeah.
0: That's a good question. Maybe.
2: Stop being so mean. What's the total awareness on this campaign?
0: That'd be very funny if Cha-Cha was just always able to do that. Well.
1: Actually, yeah, she can now.
0: If she got to this place, she could. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because she can. if she's on the same planet as wherever someone that she's been, she can teleport to it.
1: So, at Tier 6, I could choose the ability to traverse the worlds. Oh. Which you instantaneously transmit yourself to another planet, dimension, plane, or level of reality. You must know that this dimension exists. That's the only caveat. But is it just yourself? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. You can choose to use effort to bring other people with you. Each level of effort used in this way affects up to three additional targets. You must touch any of the targets.
0: Oh, wait. I think you're, it's the same thing with your teleporting. I think it's like two additional people every level of effort now that I think about it. So you could actually get everybody. Let
1: me actually read it since I'm right there.
0: Yeah, I think you can now that I'm
1: each level of effort used this way is up to three, so we can get everybody. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. I don't even have to tear up for this. It'll be fine. We're all going on a trip. Yay. So
0: you're teleporting right back to the the place where you entered that little, like, almost like bus shelter that had the portal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
1: It's early-ish.
0: As with everything with Chacha's teleportation, it doesn't it's not strange. Like Chacha's is weird. Like you would expect teleportation to have a sensation. But Chacha's is just bam, you're there. Suspiciously, bam, you're there. <laughs> but you guys are now standing at this bus shelter structure, and in front of you is the door that you know leads back to the Volank room in the high man's view. Okay. Chacha's have another teleport in you.
1: Now I need to sleep. I need sleep. Okay.
0: Well, then this next part's probably going to get a little spicy for us.
1: I mean, we could sleep here, and it it would be
2: fine.
0: Could. I mean, there are figures moving in the mist. I don't know if that's a great idea.
2: Could you just, like, teleport us to the Mesa Summit? Like, we got rooms? No. No.
0: No. You're completely tapped.
2: Yeah. One away. One
1: away. Oh, shit.
2: All right, well, I think we just better get back, though, to the Ninth World. Like, we got some good shit. These people are killing everybody.
0: No, but we're very likely going to run into, like, the stone burners, like, almost immediately if we step in.
2: That's their problem.
0: Are you sure? Because you said you were tapped.
1: Well, after me, we just murder our way
2: through. It'll be fine. I'll go in first. I'll try to do some smooth talking. And murder. I need a nap. I'm grumpy. Or you can, you're a stone burner, dilly. (laughs) I I don't, they're not gonna,
1: I don't
0: know, man. They're gonna look at us coming out of the falling door and they're gonna be like, what the fuck? We're literally walking into a fight.
2: All right, so me and Aster first and we'll let you know if it's all right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Nix and Aster step through this portal and instantly as your ears cross the plane of that portal... The sounds of the storms rumbling in the sky goes away, and you are standing in the Volunk room of the High Man's View. There's still a bloodstain on one wall from when Carlisle ran into it in terror, but there's nobody else in here. The door is currently shut, and even though the door is shut, and you know that this room is pretty well reinforced and protected, you can still hear booms in the distance, and the unmistakable Smell of smoke, and that's where we'll end this episode. Yeah, because we've spent days in this foundry from our perspective. Yeah, if not longer,
1: it's amazing.
0: Somewhere between a week and thirty years, or sixty years, or whatever it was.
1: What if we come out into the tenth world,
0: Samson? Something about this episode. Dilly became a fucking auditor. I didn't think that was going to happen. Me either. Or actually, he didn't
1: seem very good at auditing.
0: delhi's reorganizing this whole goddamn bureaucracy but no I, that was very surprising to me that that was happening because i thought if anything that was going to happen in like an epilogue if delhi ever got an epilogue so mm. he may not let's we'll see yeah we'll
1: oh see. <laughs> damn the threat is real
0: yeah so that was mm-hmm. fucking crazy what do you guys think of mirror
2: pretty cool i thought
0: she seems put upon she seems like she has a lot on her plate all the time S-
2: i mean What happened really sucks. (laughs) But, like, she's been there forever. That's her whole thing. She just chills down there in solitude without going insane.
0: Major Prometheus vibes.
2: Good for her. Well, I guess not in solitude when she has a connection to to her auditors.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, and XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners and XP to check out?
2: I'll offer our listeners an XP to check out the movie, The Menu. I watched it on HBO Max. I don't know if it's available anywhere else. Gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it is a horror movie. And the premise is, like, these people buy a dinner at this, like, exclusive restaurant on an island. And, like, the chef and all the workers live there. And it's supposed to be, like, a -a one-of-a-kind experience. All these people get together, they sit down to dine, and shit just gets weirder and weirder. And I think the buildup's really good. There are some definite twists and surprises. Mm-hmm. And the chef is, like, I think really well done. But as you watch the whole thing, just the, how it ends is so awesome. And I can't give anything away. I'm not going to ruin it for people. But it's got kind of like a slow buildup. And it's not... At first, I was like, is this is this not like a traditional horror? Like it's very psychological, but then it kind of stays that way the entire time. And there's just all these games being played and you don't know what's going on, but then the ending makes like total sense. I really do recommend that everyone watch it and let me know what you think. I'm giving nothing away because you deserve that. You deserve to experience it without spoilers (laughs) because just how it built up and ended was pretty incredible. So check out the menu on HBO Max.
0: Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think about the menu or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Uh, uh, You should do it on our socials. You can find our socials on our website, ExplorersWanted.fm, and you'll see that our socials are as follows. Twitter, at ExplorersWanted. Instagram and Facebook, at ExplorersWantedPodcast. Podcast. Mastodon, we are at ExplorersWanted at Dice.camp. But our crown jewel social is our Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Come chat with us about nerd shit. Also, if it is within your means, patreon.com slash Explorers is a great place to support us. And also using our dice affiliate code, dieharddice, Explorers Wanted, 10% off your order. Please, and thank you. And if you can't financially support us, that's totally fine. Best thing you can do for us is tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory. Thank you so much to those of you who have already done that. And for the rest of you, what are you waiting for? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, we often speak of how people can have a change of heart, but let's be honest with each other. Your heart wants what it wants, and yours is hungry. One of these days, it'll chew its way free, so it can finally feast. And I'm sorry to tell you, once it gets out, it likes to start with the face. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at You can
2: find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu.
0: You hear motorcycle sounds, that means it started. I'm at Slamp Potato on Twitter and at Slant Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon.
1: Listen, I just thought that was heartburn. So I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter.
0: All right. That's it for us. Hope you all enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye. bye.